Hi, this is Kara Kading, and as part of the Milliger family, I'd love to introduce you to our new podcast. Everything we do here at Milliger's is done to enhance the lifestyle of our customers. Our products and services add beauty and enjoyment and just make life a little more rewarding. We are first and foremost growers, and one of the things we do best is to open a world of beauty to people through plants. And plants enrich our lives in so many ways, from cleaning our air to making everyone feel better. And everything else that we do or sell gradually evolved from our wanting people to feel better and enjoy life. Welcome back to our podcast. This is a very special Christmas episode. It's December 21st, and I'm here with our surprise guest, my brother, Eric Reisdorf. I talk about you a lot on this podcast just because when we talk about Milliger history, it seems like you're always involved (laughs) somehow. So welcome. I really appreciate you having me. It's nice to be in town, of course, around the holidays and to be here talking about this with you. Yeah. So you right now, if anyone, if you don't know, my brother lives out in Dallas, Texas and works for an energy company, which isn't Milliger related exactly, except for the fact that just in any kind of family business, we have a lot of conversations about Milligers. So you have input and of course, you're a big cheerleader of Milligers and you're here quite a bit and offer us some great insight and ideas and opportunities and things like that. But just like me and just like every part of the Milliger family, as a kid, you grew up here. Yeah, I was here from the very beginning all the time. Uh, there was a room that's now, I think, where they count the money and all that, that you and I used to actually take our naps in. They had a crib in there. One of the highlights I remember as a kid, mom and dad had to get here early. So a lot of times they would bring us up here in our pajamas. And then dad got like a furniture box. Do you remember that big box? And he just put us in that box and we could like continue sleeping. (laughs) We're like, oh yeah, so cool. We're in this cardboard box. (laughs) Yeah, there was a huge box. I guess that was in the old office. Yeah, that was in the old office that used to be upstairs there, which I wish they didn't take that away because how cool would that be to look out? If anybody remembers the way that the old office was, it was just at the very kind of west end of the store overlooking the entire store. Yeah, it was nice. You could look out and see how everything was going and what was all happening. Or if you were trying to page somebody and you couldn't find him, you could actually holler out the window. And then there was like a balcony out there for display, right? Yeah, it was for display. A lot of times we had those blow mold Oh, right. Blow mold, snowman. That was a big thing at the time. A funny thing about that balcony, when they were first building that balcony or building that office, it was after hours and grandpa and grandma and mom and dad, they were all kind of talking about just how the building was coming along. And I was a little kid, barely able to walk. And without anybody noticing, I walked up the stairs that did not yet have a railing or anything around them. And all of a sudden they looked up and I'm standing on the edge of that On that balcony? Oh my God. I never heard that story. Yeah. So they had grandpa just stand there and talk to me just so I was kind of distracted and wouldn't Not thinking about jumping. While someone came up the stairs and behind me and then, you know, pulled me back to safety. Oh, how awful. Okay. (laughs) I did not, I did know about you like sticking your finger in one of the light or the outlets or something like that up in the office. That wasn't that office. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did stick a, that, that green wire that you use to make bows. Yeah, I stuck one of those directly in the in the outlet. This looks like a good place to put a wire. <laughs> a well, nice maybe big... that's because you have your degree in electrical engineering. So I wrote a story once in creative writing when I was getting my degree called shocking. <laughs> and it initiated like that was the beginning of 
yeah, the degree, it went, there's a lot of other what, stuff. What, uh, yeah. what piqued your interest? That was the beginning of it, right, getting almost electrocuted. So we're talking, you know, really all about Christmas here, and what are some of your earliest memories? Because when you think about Christmas, of course, here at Milliger's, it's just magical, and we used to always have, I mean, we still have open house here at Milliger's. That's really important. Our customers get so excited for open house, but it's a little bit different now than what it used to be when we were kids and when we were getting ready for open house. It was such a big deal. Yeah, open house was a pretty amazing thing because the store had been decorated for Christmas by that time for, you know, at least a month and a half. So it's kind of like Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. But then open house came and the place was absolutely packed, especially as a little kid when everybody around you is twice as tall as you. <laughs> like you can barely... With the shopping carts yeah, moving around. Yeah, barely and... navigate through there. I remember the room next to where we had our crib still is the break room. And you'd walk back in there and it was just a flurry of activity. There were about... Five women back there, all cutting this industrial size Kringle. Well, yeah, O and H Bakery. Could. They would deliver. I don't know if you remember what those big silver carts were, and they would deliver all those Kringles on that silver cart, and there was about you know fifteen high stacked in there, and they would just wheel those carts in here. And then, like you said, they'd be just cutting them with thin little pieces because people but, uh, yeah, as would fast like to as eat they a lot could. of them. And those Kringle, I've never seen one like at the store. I've only seen them here. You know, I've never seen one. Oh, right, one. Yeah. It was a special order. I don't know if they still even make them, but I could swear they were about three feet long or two and a half. Well, they came in inches. a huge box. You know, yeah, it, was it wasn't huge... like the smaller little package that you see now. It was like a huge box, like a party pizza size. Yeah, so they were bringing those out as fast Smells as they could. So and good. they had those huge percolator coffee pots that held about three gallons of coffee each, maybe more. <laughs> <laughs> and then Irv Johnson was always there on the organ. And yeah, he, so he played Christmas music. He played Christmas music like six hours a day, Saturday and Sunday. I don't know who even knows that many Christmas songs, but he would play. And he would sing, too. I mean, it wasn't like he was just there. I mean, he was. I wonder where they even found him. Yeah, I don't know. He would get all involved. I remember, you know, being here at Milliger's, you know, early Saturday morning and just waiting for Irv to arrive for yeah. the organ to start playing. That was so fun. Right, because he always had it kind of put away so no one would mess with it before he got there. But then he got it all set up. And then every year, I don't know really when this started, but he would ask me to sing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And of course, you know, that's in front of like 500 people. Now they're not really listening. Well, but right, still, but they're still in the store. Yeah. You're a young kid. And he has it, you know, it's pretty loud. So you can't really do it in secret. Like everyone knew you were singing. So that was... And it was, I was nervous about it initially, but then as the years went on, I got more comfortable. You're like, really I'm like, a professional, Yeah, right? like I looked forward to it. And then one year, I was just kind of walking around, and all of a sudden, someone else was singing. And I was like, well, that's my... I can't believe you got replaced, and it wasn't even by a, like, Milliger family member. It probably just ran... It maybe was, you were missing. Maybe you were... <laughs> it was some random girl. Maybe it was, was time like, for Rudolph, and yeah, I couldn't find was, you. Yeah, so I was like, well, I guess my... Your my, time is up. My time at my singing gig is over. It's time to make some real money around here. Then well, I we guess, had... I'm not even sure when we actually started working, working, because I remember, obviously, when we were here as kids, we ran around. We always had bikes here, roller skates. Back by the railroad tracks, there was big, like, dirt piles, and, I mean, just so many things that we would get into. Yeah, it was a lot to keep us busy all day long, for sure. I think, I think, the, I think the first time I ever actually made any money was, I think I asked my dad if I could make some money, and he said, yeah, you could sell trees. I'll give you... I'll give you 50 cents a tree. And For this fresh is back, trees? These are fresh trees, yeah. So back then, fresh trees were a How really old were you? big deal. I think I was, I remember I could barely lift those trees. <laughs> I think I was probably nine. Oh. I mean, it, and it was funny because I was out there all day long and it had just snowed. So every single, so you'd have to go engage with the customer 
And, you know, start talking to them and then they'd say, can I get someone to help me? And I'm like, well, that, that's me. I mean, that's me. I'm going to help you. And so I'd ask him what, you know. I'm nine, but I know what I'm yeah, doing. Don't worry. I got this. I'm and, getting 50 uh, cents for this. There was quite a few different varieties. You know, there were the balsams, the double balsams. And the, back then they sold more of those. What are those really long needle ones? The. Like the. Well, there's. Like a pine. There's balsam. Type. There's pine. There's Fraser. Spruce. Something okay. like a spruce or something like that. So you have to ask them that and what size and all that. So then you kind of narrowed it down. And then you have to go and grab one of these trees. Again, they were covered in snow. So you had to yank that tree out of there and start, you know, you had to kind of pound it on the ground a few times to get all the snow <laughs> you're off. Right, and to you're kind off of, all the yeah, snow. kind of shaping it a little bit. Then you had to turn it around for them and like you're modeling. 360 view. Yeah, they had to make sure the whole thing, you know. So, of course, as you're pulling it out of there, you never know what you're going to get. They were all pretty good, but, you know, there could be a bad side or whatever. So then you had to. Put that one back, get another we'll one out. And compare. A lot of times people like to compare different trees. Yeah. They're like, well, what's the difference between, how long will this one last? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Just give it water. I just want my quarters. Yeah, exactly. So by the end of the day, I had sold 28 trees. Wow. I was very tired, but I earned $14, that's, which that's at, at that age was, that was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you could do a lot with it at that time. Right. Yeah, for sure. And then, well, so... Gosh, I was just trying to think of like, okay, we're not playing anymore. We're actually working here at Milligers now. And you really did get involved, pretty seriously involved in a couple of different aspects of our business at Christmas time. First of all, you really took ownership and really helped us to be able to get on the internet. At that time, it was like the world wide web. <laughs> yeah, I graduated from college. By the time I finished, I realized, well, I don't really want to be an electrical engineer. So I'll just come back here and work here full time until I, you know, decide what I want to do. And so the first thing, yeah, I was like realizing that everybody else was having a website and I thought well I can probably you know research this and figure this out so I remember yeah registering milligers.com getting an email address for everybody that and was then fun. starting to code initially from scratch it was like open up a like notepad and like HTTP, I mean, it was like wow. with backslash, I mean, whatever all the, I forgot it now, but. I remember when I was helping with the website, you could just type whatever and then it would just convert it for you. Yeah, this was like every font size you wanted, every background color you wanted, you had to type all that. Eventually we got. And you did all the pictures and everything, I think, of the ornaments. Yeah, it was kind of fun. In my mom's office there, which I think is, is that your office now? Right now, it's just a mess. We moved out of there because you can't be in that back office. I like to be out here where I can see people like coming up to the door. I hate being in that back office and both of us do. So we're just like, well, we're moving out here. We had set up a whole, because you were involved in this too. We had set up a whole little, like a photography area. We had like an upside down umbrella there and lighting. We were gradually putting all the collectibles on the website. I remember one of the most fun things with you was when mom did that fantasy ornament line. Oh, right. That was like nice ornaments imported from Europe. And she and dad would go over there and pick them out and then we thought, well, these will sell better if they have names rather than just, you know, online you could. You had yeah, to, you yeah, can't just have, have a, you know, girl. It had to have. Yeah. Something. So so you and I went through and as we were photographing them, we named all of them. We <laughs> named a couple hundred of them, I think. There was like Crispy the Clown. <laughs> and <laughs> Did anybody have any regulation or they just totally trusted us with this? Name making. <laughs> you know, it was kind of funny. You and I kind of went rogue with that. I don't think anybody really. We're going to name these ornaments and no one's going to notice. Yeah, it was every once in a while someone would would pop in and, you know, throw a suggestion out about whatever one we were trying to name. But yeah, we named all those, listed them all. One of the craziest things, 
because we had listed all the like Breen and Radco and right. all those things. And uh, it had gotten to the point where it was hard to concentrate during the day because the office was so busy and the website had gotten kind of complicated by that time. So I would come in after lunch at like one or two and work until, you know, 10, 11 at night. Cause that then I sounds could really... like you. yeah always Um, working at night but then I could really get you know get some good stuff done and one night like the phone rang at 11 o'clock hello yeah I just picked (laughs) it up I was like hello this is Milligers and a person ordered something like $1,600 worth of brain that they had just it just randomly came across the website found the website yeah I had asked the warehouse to hold me a full list of what is all back there. I don't even think it was Christmas time. It was just like sometime during the year. So I would just upload that full list of everything we had. And people were finding things that had been, you know, retired. Right, right. Hard, Hadn't been, they, they couldn't find locally. And so these yeah. were the early days of the web. So I'm sure whoever found that was like, man, I just hit the jackpot. I'm going to call this place right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially with the ornaments, like you said, that at that time, it was really hard to find. If you weren't like actually physically in the store, the chances of you finding it would be rare. Yeah, it was a long list. And I remember doing Christmas trivia. I think that was like once a week. I would list... On the website? Yeah, on the website. I listed <laughs> Christmas trivia and it was, I'd try to find some obscure thing. His mom, you know, mom has all these books about Christmas. Right, and she's a walking encyclopedia when right. you talk about Christmas and memories. Yeah, so she, and she really liked it. History. But then if you were the winner, then we actually sent you one of those fantasy ornaments. Ooh, you yeah. win Crispy the Clown. Right. <laughs> So you did a lot with the website, and then I remember just how diligent you were helping out in the store with the Christmas, like the lighting. You took the lights very seriously. The lights, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, Eric, come on, can you want to, let's go play. And you're like, I have to work on these lights. I really did have that area. I mean, well, I really had a big passion for the lights, because mom was always talking about the 200 milliamp bulb and the 3,000 hour set. And, right, that really, know. that only Milligers had. Right, yeah. So I remember we had that set in every different color and then a like a similar set that was a little bit cheaper mm-hmm. and then people would ask me what the difference was so i'd be on the floor trying to find an outlet <laughs> unplugging you know kind of opening up the package and plugging in the two sets next to each other and showing them how much one was the difference yeah brighter than the other and the smaller bulb that was more crystal looking or whatever but no i really enjoyed the lights quite a bit it's funny because just the other day eileen and i walked around in the store when we first got here and i think the light area looks amazing oh it's just incredible the way the advancement of the variety in there so when people are looking for battery operated lights there's at least 20 different styles right and wow. just depending on the the type of application or where it's going or if they're looking for the branch lights or outdoor lighting or a lot of times more people now than ever are doing a tree lit with clear lights and then they're accenting with something fun some novelty light usually a multicolor or those gumball lights those were our most popular this year and they do they look like little gumballs on there so that has been a really big growing trend the key obviously is to light it up yeah for sure it's just that whole area i think because there aren't tall shelves there and there's lighting yeah so you can see the whole hanging from yeah yeah. i was just really impressed so then i was telling mom that how nice it looked and she said yeah i really think the lights are lighting is my favorite area i think about it all the time so i guess i must have inherited (laughs) yeah she's over there all the time organizing them and making sure that both the stores look the same and that sort of thing but Getting things lit up obviously makes a big difference. So, Do you remember when I had a lit wreath on the front of the vehicle I was driving in high yes. school? Yes. I think you were like the very first person to ever be able to have a wreath lit up on the front of their car. I really wanted to make it something that more people could have, but it ended up getting pretty complicated because it was, it was like four battery-operated sets, and I had to change all the bulbs to a different voltage 
<laughs> and cut the sets apart and wire them together differently. Something we have not offered at Milliger's. But. Yeah, and then I took it over to the auto body and they ran a wire through into the cab of the truck so I had a switch so I could turn them on and off. Wow, yeah, even a was, switch? I did not was, know that. Yeah. I was pretty young just riding around with you at right. that time. but I always thought that that looked so good. That was awesome. I loved it. Were there any other fun Christmas memories that you remember here? You know, you and David talked about the greens coming in and I remember that as well. Just those huge, it was in the little causeway there where they have all the pottery and I think both sides were stacked up, you know. I they were know, like 10, small mountains. Feet. Yes, yeah. it was unbelievable how much was there and how many different things we made. I mean, you guys talked about the grave sprays and that was always fun to see how they would make those moss backs and make those so big. The other thing that I really liked, I was just kind of hanging around back there. Again, I'm probably trying to make a little money here, there. And the two like older guys, they were making wreaths and they had a powered machine. So they have a metal ring and they would put some greens on there and press a foot pedal and it would wrap some wire on there real tight. Then they would turn the ring a little bit, put some more greens on. It looked really dangerous to me, actually. I was like, man, if you got your finger wrapped. Yeah, it would hurt. Yeah, for sure. But I wanted to help make wreaths. And they said, well, we do have this old machine that's like bolted to a table over here. And it's like manual. And I was like, oh, how does it work? And it was really cool. Again, similar thing. It was a ring, but then on the ring was welded a whole bunch of kind of like C-shaped pieces of metal. And you would lay greens in one of those C-shaped things. And you press this pedal and it would squeeze that C-shaped thing shut on the greens. And then you would, again, rotate it, put some more in. Yeah. And I made some beautiful wreaths at the time. Just using that machine, it didn't take very long, and it was a lot safer than that other machine. Yeah, the other one sounds pretty scary. But I always kind of wondered where that where that thing ended up, because it was it was fun. The bad thing is we ran out of those rings, like the ones that that had the C shape. The C? Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, they like, still have the wreath rings. It was but. like, uh, well, Eric, you're done because <laughs> we ran out of raw product. Manufacturing raw is over. Right. Yeah. Dude, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, you've really been pretty much, you know, everywhere in every aspect of Milligers and especially at Christmas time. I remember just some days when you couldn't carry trees to people's cars fast enough and they were heavy and you had to like, you know, go way out to the warehouse mm-hmm. and. Uh, you mean the almost real trees that we have or the fresh yeah, trees? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The almost, almost real, real ones. Trees. Yeah. Then later I was working in the store and it was usually when I was working in the light area, but then I would get a page that says, we need a... We need the Wisconsin Balsam seven and a half yeah, up whatever. to the registers or whatever. Yeah. So you'd you know run back there and like crossing paths with Dan Patsky because he's doing the same thing or both just running back and forth to with people's trees, cars yes. with these boxes of trees. It was unbelievable. Yeah, I think it's pretty fascinating learning about the uniqueness of a Milliger tree. And a lot of times people even now come in and they've had a Milliger tree for over 20 years. And so they might be thinking about replacing it. But even you and I were talking and my tree or Philip and I, we have a tree that we got when we got married and we've had it for 20 years. It's the Carolina Fraser, and it still looks phenomenal, decorates great. It's still one of our favorite trees. And you have the same situation. Yeah, just before we came up, Eileen and I put up our Wisconsin balsam. And that is, let's see, that's 22 or 23 years old. And, you know, we every set came on. We have friends come over and they'll say, where'd you get that tree? That's an amazing looking tree. We've actually had several friends in Dallas get lit get trees tree. from Milligers. <laughs> yeah. And they've been yeah. so impressed. I mean, of course I go over to their house and put we it up, put help it up them for them with, and shape right, it and all yeah. that. Yeah. But yeah, they've been so impressed. 
Well, that's awesome. I know it's just incredible how long a milliger tree really holds up and really lasts. And I think the word just spread, right? And so every year people come to us for trees, of course. I mean, for so many things, but we're really well known for a good quality tree. Yeah, I don't know where you can get another one like that. You see a lot of trees for sale around, but you know they're not the same. No, and I think there there was a, you know, kind of the uh, heyday of all the big box stores that were selling Christmas trees and people were all excited that they could buy a Christmas tree for you know, $199. And then it didn't take too long for people to realize this is going to fall apart and not even make it through the entire season. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So here we are back selling lots of trees again. Awesome. Good quality. Nice. <laughs> so I want to go back to that office because that's probably one of my funnest memories hanging out with you throughout the Christmas season when we were younger, when we didn't, when oh, we weren't one, working. The one above the store? Yeah. The yeah. one above the store that had that balcony. And I just remember that one time that, I don't know, what did we have? We were like, okay, well, we're going to put on a show up here because there was so, those two windows. Yeah, it was again, it was either Irv Johnson or Cy Bucket because later, remember a different guy came? Yeah. Cy Bucket took over for Irv playing yeah. the organ here. Playing the organ. Yeah. Still playing the organ. And he... He would actually bring in a couple of instruments. He had player pianos. And I don't remember that. that. It was quite the thing. So yeah, there was music going on all day. And you and I went up there with some, it was like a puffy Mr. and Mrs. Santa Claus, I think. It was probably like three feet tall, two or three feet tall. And there was two windows up there. And we each got in one of the windows. And we were <laughs> kneeling down so you couldn't see us. And we were just moving the, moving those, moving the like, Santas they were like up dancing the window. Dancing to the music. Dancing to the music, yeah. And the funny thing was, we were looking at each other. And we had no idea if anybody was watching, you know, like we did this for that like, so yeah, like we were, and you know, you're, of course you're imagining that everybody in the store is watching, right, well, right. you know, who, who knows, but uh, no, that was really funny because we just kept doing it, assuming that everybody was watching what we were doing. There were people watching because then I remember that my arms were so tired <laughs> Yeah, we, making this thing dance. And, uh, you know, people were just thought that that was so funny. But that was such a fun place to grow up. And really, like you said, the open house was always this huge kickoff. And all the, I mean, the, if that was a cue for everybody, like, okay, it's time to go to Milliger's and really stock up on all your Christmas. Yeah, for sure. One of my fondest memories in terms of getting ready for open house was kind of the early years with Department 56 illuminated ceramic houses. Oh, right. Yeah. And that was just starting to become a thing. In fact, I think most initially it was just Snow Village. And then later they added right, a lot. Right. But initially it was just Snow Village. And Grandpa and I got a couple of four by eight sheets of plywood and made a platform pretty much right in the middle of the store. Like if you imagine dead center in the store, set that up there and then kind of built a whole like a mountain, like a terrace type thing and put all these houses on there and then put all that white Oh, the batting. buffalo snow. Yeah, the buffalo <laughs> snow. Yes. I got to say we were pretty proud of ourselves when we were all done with that because, you know, sure. getting them all plugged in. Getting them all plugged in is a serious challenge. Yeah, you know, you're running extension cords and adapters and all this stuff all over the place without trying to get in trouble with the fire department. <laughs> right. And then, of course, all the little accessories we had all over. But it was a, a neat display just because, again, it was right in the middle of the store. And the way it was terraced up, you could get from anywhere. Yeah, that's awesome. And I remember we put the white church on the top. I forgot what it was called, but it was like the first Snow Village Church. Mm -hmm. And we had that up at the top there. Like everybody was kind of cool. And as a Christmas gift, Grandma and Grandpa always, we all got to each pick out our own Department 56 house. I remember that. That was a big deal. Yeah, we got to find those. I think I have seven of those churches. Yeah, you always wanted a church. <laughs> well, it was one <laughs> of those things. Churches. It kind of seemed like an approachable collection. Like, okay, if I collect the churches, I can at least keep up with that. Mm -hmm. If you try to keep up with just 
you know, there's far too many other yeah, things. Yeah, I mean, know. I just went for the snow village and all the houses and created like a little neighborhood. <laughs> I started buying those for Eileen. Her favorite movie is A Christmas Story. And there's a little collection of yeah. all that stuff too. The different houses. All the, and the accessories are really cool. And the accessories. They've got the lamp, I think. Right. The kids having the snowball fight or whatever. So I've been getting those for her as kind of a St. Nick thing each year. That's cool. Yeah. And I just think that that's something great. It doesn't have to be a huge, overwhelming collection that takes over the entire half of the house, but you can create a nice little vignette of some of your favorite pieces. Maybe every year you don't have to bring out the entire thing, but you can highlight, like Philip always does all the Coca-Cola ones. Oh, nice. And he'll do four or five of those. Yeah. Just highlight it and change it up every year. Yeah, that's awesome. I just think that's kind of a neat thing. Didn't one year we had like a train going around in there as well? Yeah, I think so. Well, we used to have, you know, right now, the trees are all on the garden store side. But back in the day where the design department is now, that was the tree room. And like the lights would go down and we would set up the trees. And then there was a train that like went around in there. That's right. That's right. And that was a pretty nice train, as far as I recall. It was something from Germany. It was almost like an indoor-outdoor. Heavy duty, and that would be going all the time. But that room was so magical because the lights would be down in there, so you would go kind of into this dark room, and you would see all the trees. And, of course, every tree was decorated, so they all had different themes. Of course, we had the buffalo snow batting all around the entire floor, the base of it. Well, we set it up like a path where it was like... Yeah, you, you kind of walked around. You went you know. through, physically went through it. Right. And it was kind of a curvy, trees on both sides of you. Yeah. But now we ran out of room. That yeah. tree room was not big enough for, now we have over 80 different trees wow. available. And so it just, that takes up the entire half of the entire store. I mean, it's yeah. pretty incredible. Yeah, it really looks great this year. It was really neat walking through it. It's funny because you were saying, you know, how, how long our trees last. And they really have. But I, I got to admit, I'm pretty tempted to pull the trigger on a new one. As I'm walking I know. through it. Especially the Williamsburg is just, I just love that tree. And so we ended up purchasing that and having that. Let's see, that one's upstairs. And then we have our Carolina Fraser. Our Carolina Fraser now is like our family tree that has all the kids' ornaments that they made throughout all the school and stuff like that. And stuff even like I had as a kid. And then the one upstairs has all the vintage ornaments on it. So Nice. You know, I love the two matching ones at mom and dad's house on either side of the front door. Oh, yeah. The flocked one. Yeah. yeah that pistol those, pine is awesome. Those look so good. And she's got a whole video on how to shape that. and Yeah. And she's got her collection of her pine cones on there. They look so good on there. <laughs> We're, Tempted I, to get one of those. Yeah. I yeah. and I are talking about, okay, so we came here on an airplane. How um, do we get this how tree? How do we get that yeah. back? Do you ship? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, we're shipping, you know, the funny thing is like we're shipping trees worldwide. It's just amazing the places that we've actually shipped trees, but people love them. And especially with ornament collectors, they know that this is a quality tree. This is really the foundation Mm -hmm. for your ornament collection. So you can't mess around with some junky tree. You need to have room to decorate and you need strong branches and you need lights that really work, all the things. Right, right. Another thing I remember was when Christopher Radko came here, like for the first time. Oh, man. Unbelievable. It was so much excitement. Then it was, you know, it was like, okay, we got to have a couple of chocolate chip cookies and a glass <laughs> of water. Like it was pretty yes. particular. He was signing ornaments himself. I heard he's back in the business. Yeah. When he would come, he would be in a, uh, he has a, had a black cape and had warm chocolate chip cookies and uh, by his side. And then we, you know, I stood next to him and then we had another person that helped just to kind of keep people moving. Cause of course they see Christopher Radko and they're like, 
hi. <laughs> so like, okay, let's get your ornaments signed. There's already, there's a line of, you know, 200 people and they went all the way back almost to the front door. So he would be signing pretty much all day long. It was just incredible. That was just such a amazing time when people were first discovering these unique ornaments. Yeah. And just nothing like it. And so I did a podcast with him a few episodes ago. And so I'm still talking to him and hoping that he comes back and does the ornament signing because his new collection is incredible. It's called Heartfully Yours. And he is back again after 15 years and he is designing every piece. He's already obviously working on next year. He's so excited and been sharing his journey on Instagram and Facebook, all the things. But yeah, I saw the collection. I was here for the farmer's market the other day and kind of walking around in between eating something. I don't know. One of those arepas, I guess <laughs> yeah. those. those are so good. And I remember distinctly in the collection, in the upper left, there's a really nice Santa head. Oh, Philip just, likes that one too. It's such a nice Santa. Yeah, I mean, that's the one he commented on. It's funny how Santas are. They either don't look great or they look awesome. And there's just the ones that are in that awesome category. That They're one is, magical, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It just kind of takes you immediately back to your childhood. And it's like, you just think to yourself, that's exactly what Santa looks like in my imagination. Yes. Yeah, just brings back that nostalgia of classic Santa for sure. That's so funny that you said that because Philip pointed out that that's his favorite. So. It's just the detail on the beard, the shape of the beard. It's a giant beard. Yeah. It has all this detail in it. It's just amazing. Yeah, he's a great piece. So, well, we'll see if he comes back again, see what happens. But those were some some fun times. So two totally random things, not really stories, but just two random items <laughs> From our childhood that have, I think, since gone by the wayside. I just want to ask if you remember them. One, there were these gold and silver balls about the size of a baseball that had a cord on them. And you'd plug it into like the oh, end of your... Oh, I think I know where you're going license. with this. And it just made like a like a bird noise. I don't know how that... <laughs> I don't know who was buying those. Like I don't a, know. We have them still. Oh, those are still and available? I, they're still available. Wow. I don't, I couldn't, I don't want to hear that sound <laughs> <laughs> anymore. When I was a kid, Sorry, I used Mom. to, I used to go around in the tree room and as a joke, I would plug in as many of them as I could. Oh, that like, sounds like you. <laughs> and then the other funny thing around that same time was the same shape was popcorn balls. Do you remember oh, those? Oh, yes. Man, those were so good. I, always, I remember end of the, you know, we're getting ready for a Christmas break and getting on the school bus and the bus driver gave me a popcorn ball. And I'm like, what? I'm getting one of these for Christmas? Like those were, were pretty magical. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I, I, I remember only buying them here. Do, I those, remember, do those exist anymore? I, I have not seen I don't one think in I've about 20 them. years. I'm actually surprised that the, uh, the whistling bird ornament out, chirping bird ornament outlasted popcorn balls. Yeah, they're still here, still here. Grandma and Grandpa had one at their house, and it was like, okay, time to plug in the chirping bird. I don't need to hear that. Well, this was really fun. I love hearing, you know, your memories and your fun times here at Milligers, and it was always such a blast here growing up with you. Every day was an adventure and tons of fun. And even now when you return and we're here at Milligers together, especially at the farmer's market, we or the pop-up beer garden, you oh, always man, come that for was, that. Yeah, that was so fun. And we, you know, actually have time to sit down and hang out with you and just really enjoy it. So really yeah, it's, it. it's, it's so awesome to be back, to be around the family for Thanksgiving. And then we'll be back up again at, at New Year's. I got to say, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it yet, you got to come out now and look at the greenhouses where they have all the poinsettias. First of all, your initial view of the whole thing when you open the door is 
breathtaking. It's as far as you can see, just a sea of poinsettias. It looks like all red at first, and then you start walking down the aisle, and you realize there's actually quite a few different variations out there. So we're going to go see Eileen's grandma and the rest of her family the day after Thanksgiving, and we're going to be bringing some of those, including like a, there's a hot pink one. That I don't know if I've ever seen that color before. No, it's like a bright, I mean, it's a bright, hot pink. We've always had pink, but this one is like pow. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a highlighter. But yeah, so Eileen's down there shopping right now, buying stuff nice. to, to take to Indiana. Yeah, it's a great time, great time to be in the stores. So, all right, everyone. Well, that was our special Christmas episode. Hopefully you had fun with us and learning a little bit more about the Milliger family. Thanks so much to my brother, Eric, for being here and sharing your memories. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. We hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on all the latest information and happenings here at Milligers. You can find out more details about our events on our website at milligers.com. We would love to hear from you. Send us your suggested topics and questions to me at gardengirl at milligers.com. Thanks again for listening and just keep growing.